Make a statement for your 1911 with the Master Series Laser Grips from Crimson Trace. For the first time, combining instinctive activation with the exceptional look, feel, and durability of natural wood and G10 materials. CrimsonTrace.com. Tom Gresham's Gun Talk, where all the women are fast, all the men are accurate, and all the children are aware of their muzzles. What will we do? What will we do? What should we be doing? The questions keep pouring forth. As we face the onslaught of calls for banning guns, and I've said this for years, look, they want to ban your guns. People say, oh, no, no, they just want to, no. Stop! They want to ban your guns. They would really like to take them away from you, not just stop the manufacture and sale of them. I mean, Diane Feinstein on 60 Minutes says, if I could have gotten the votes, I'd have picked up every one of them. And now she is back. Diane Feinstein is back. Hey, I'm Tom Gresham. This is Gun Talk. Thanks for joining us. Uh, if you'd like to join us on the air, 866-TALK-GUNS. Yeah, Diane Feinstein's back with her own new... Super-duper turbocharged gun ban. She's going to call it a saw weapons ban, but it's a gun ban. It's a ban on semi-automatic firearms. Semi-automatic firearms, by the way, I know you know this, but just in case, have been around for 100 years. Used by hunters, used by competition shooters, used by police, used by military, used by everybody. Uh, you know, and it doesn't matter who uses them for what, they're legal. And oh yeah, they're covered in the Second Amendment because they're firearms. The right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The right of the people, by the way, not of the state, not of the government, not of the National Guard, the right of the people, that's you and me, to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Well, trust me, they're doing a lot more than infringing. They want to Stomp on it, stamp it out. In case you haven't figured this out, or you haven't read, or you haven't been plugged in, and you ought to be getting plugged in. This is this important. Uh, I make it easy. You can just follow me on Twitter at Gun Talk. Uh, I send out these news updates with links to the stories every day. Part of Diane Feinstein's bill is that you have to take your guns with you to the grave because they would, whatever you own now. If it is included in this gun ban, pay attention here because this is really important. Whatever you own now, you would never be able to sell. You would never be able to transfer. You would never be able to give away. You would not be able to put it into your will. Upon your death, it would have to be turned into the state for destruction. So it is a confiscation scheme in slow motion. It's a one-generational gun confiscation scheme. So whatever you have, you wouldn't be able to sell it, give it away, transfer it, will it, in any form or fashion. That's part of the new gun ban. Brought to you by the people you reelected right there in Washington, D.C. For all those who said, oh, yeah, Obama hasn't done anything about guns. And I kept saying, but he will. Oh, no, he won't. Yes, he will. Because he wants to. Because he likes the idea of gun bans. 
He has said repeatedly he likes gun bans. He has said repeatedly he doesn't think there should be anybody who owns a semi-automatic firearm. Hmm. So what do we do now? What do we do now? Because they're coming over the fence. They're coming over the wall. They're into the compound. The sappers are in the compound. What are you going to do? 866-TALK-GUNS. Line 4, Doug's with us out of Benton, Louisiana. Hello, Doug. You're on Gun Talk. See if Doug is there. Doug, Oh, that's Orville is there. I'm sorry. Orville is in, uh, on line 4. Hey, Orville, are you there? You betcha. Okay. Hey, Orville, how you doing? Well, I sure am sick of this whole mess. Talk I'll to me. I'll tell you what. I fought in Korea in 1950 to contain communism, and now we got one sitting in the White House. And all the talking heads are tap dancing around what to call them. I, this just amazes me. They're taking over our country, and we're letting them do it. I understand you're a Korean War vet that you uh, you carried a BAR. Loved it when all them kids got killed. Oh man, it was right up his alley. You it, bet uh, Yeah, I, I hear you. it's it is depressing, you know, especially for somebody like you who has gone to war, who has fought to defend our country and our rights and our constitution to see this kind of thing happening. I mean, when when you were at war, you actually did carry, in fact, a, a real military firearm, a BAR, right? You better believe it. You must have been a big guy. That's a heavy gun. Hey, when I hit that infantry outfit the first time out, the first sergeant said, Hey, bud, where are you from? I said, Sergeant, don't call me bud. Where I come from, that means big, ugly, and dumb. And he said, you're big and ugly, but I don't think you're dumb. You're our new BAR man. <laughs> yeah, that thing was, what was that, like 16 pounds for a BAR? That's a lot to carry around. Hey, that 20, I'll tell you what, that's a hell of a machine. Yes, you know, it got so bad, the guys are dropping their magazines. Got so bad, they were going to cornwash if you didn't keep your magazines. They were running out of them. Holy cow. Well, look, Orville, I just want to thank you for your service, and thanks for calling, man. I, I I get how you feel about this thing, and it's just going to be up to each one of us to make sure that the people we send to Congress understand, I don't care what they're saying on the media. I don't care what your party is telling you. Here's what I'm telling you. This is what I want. This is why. This makes sense. What's being proposed will not save a single life and probably will cost people lives. And the bottom line on this is, I will remember your vote on this forever. I will remember your vote. This is the one thing. I'm going to score this one. This is the one thing that's going to determine how I vote for you. You know, this is not time for being kind or patty cake or anything else. This is the ultimate Washington, D.C. hardball. You win or you lose, and the losers go home. And you got to explain to them, if you vote for Dianne Feinstein's bill or any form of it, you lose, and we're going to work really hard to make sure you have to come home and get a legitimate job. And you can say it as kindly as possible, but they do need to understand what you're talking about. Line two, Doug, East Texas. Hey, Doug, you're on Gun Talk. How you doing, Tom? Good. Talk to me. Uh, well, I'm just wondering. I don't want to give them no ideas, but... uh. If they change the registration form, like when you go to buy a new gun, mm-hmm. if they change that form to where, you know, anybody 
taking Paxil or Zoloft or anti-anxiety medication or anything like that under the guise of being uh, somebody subject to be psychotic. Uh, they're talking millions of Americans not going to be able to protect themselves. Well, that's true. And, you know, the other part of that is how much money do you think the pharmaceutical companies give to our elected representatives? That's that's correct. And also, how many how many police officers will be without a job? Well, you know, what that, that happened, that happened with the Longberger men. I mean, the, the stress that they got to deal with. I hear you. Well, that happened with the Lautenberger Amendment when they passed that. They, uh, they said if you had a conviction for a misdemeanor, domestic violence, you couldn't have a gun. A whole bunch of police officers lost their job as a result of that. It was bad law then, it's bad law now. And this thing they are bringing forth is the worst we've ever seen. And I guess the question is, what are you going to do about it? What Would you go to D.C. if we had a march? What would you do? How far would you go? Will you spend money? Call me. Let me know. What's your commitment level here? 866-TALK-GUNS. The Ruger SR-22 is the do-it-all 22 pistol for the shooter who appreciates style and demands reliability. Easy to field, strip, and reassemble. The Ruger SR-22 shoots a broad variety of 22 LR ammunition. It features an ambidextrous manual thumb safety decocking lever and magazine release. Two options for grip. And a fixed white dot front sight and adjustable rear sight with reversible blade. The Ruger SR-22, another American-made product from Ruger. Since 1997, Access Sights have been helping good guys take care of bad situations. The industry leader in gunfighter sights for pistols, shotguns, and rifles. Access Sights are the upgraded solution to your defensive firearms. Learn more about Access Sights and purchase them at accesssights.com. You can also order your new gun with Access Sights already installed from companies such as Smith & Wesson, Ruger, Remington, Mossberg, and Marlin. If you need a gun, you need Access Sights. Hi, I'm Tom Gresham. For more than 40 years, I've been watching an environmental disaster in my backyard, and it actually impacts all sportsmen in America. I'm talking about the massive loss of land on the Louisiana coastline. The U.S. Geological Survey said the swamps and marshes of coastal Louisiana are among the nation's most fragile and valuable wetlands. That land is disappearing. The Mississippi River Delta hosts as many as 10 million ducks and geese every winter. These are birds which migrate northward through the states, all the way to Canada. The wetlands of the Delta support some of America's best fresh and saltwater fishing. And here's the deal. The wetlands of the Mississippi River Delta are disappearing at a rate of one football field every hour. One football field every hour. Gone. We can reconnect the river with its wetlands and restore the Delta, but we need your help. Please visit VanishingParadise.org. That's VanishingParadise.org. The XDM-525 from Springfield Armory, a competition series gun from a name you trust. The XDM-525 features a long sight radius with a fiber optic front sight and adjustable rear sight for fast, accurate shooting. It's available at 9, 40, and 45 and shoots a wide range of loads with a lightened slide. For more, go to SpringfieldArmory.com. That's SpringfieldArmory.com. 
See what's possible in a pistol. See the Springfield Armory XDM 525. Well, were you at a gun store this past week? If you were, you probably had company. Lots of people buying guns, buying magazines. Basically, no ARs left. Modern sporting rifles are called. All it is is just the latest civilian version of a military-inspired gun. Not a military gun. Not a military-style gun, as the media wants to call it. Bolt-action rifles came from the military. Semi-automatic rifles, all of them, come from development for the military. And modern sporting rifles, or AR-15s, are yet another one of the military guns that we don't get the full automatic versions. We get the semi-automatic version, but it looks like it, so it's kind of cool looking. But that's all it is. It looks like it. It's kind of like putting the uh, the Ferrari chassis on the Volkswagen, or Ferrari body on a Volkswagen chassis. Looks like it looks cool. Still doesn't go 200 miles an hour, but that's okay. We get to uh, we get to have it, and it serves a purpose out there. Uh, were you at a store this week? I'd love to get your report. What did you see? What was going on? A lot of things happening. Dick's Sporting Goods, major sporting goods company retailer, pulled all the MSRs, all the modern sporting rifles, all the AR-15, said, we're not selling those anymore. Thank you for your commitment. They even sent back or canceled orders they had, people who had ordered guns from them. Academy Sporting Goods, it's a big chain in the South, took all of the ARs off the shelf and put them in the back. They'll still sell them. You just got to have to, you have to ask for them. They're kind of like, you know, porn. They're not going to put them out where people can see them. And then we had uh, Cheaper Than Dirt. You probably heard about this one. It's a big mail order house. Cheaper Than Dirt. What'd they do? Well, they stopped selling ARs, but they took their magazines and jacked the prices up enormously. AR-15 magazines that were selling for 13 to $15, all of a sudden on the Cheaper Than Dirt website, were being listed at 60 to to $100. Can you say gouging? Sure you can. Folks over at Brownells haven't done that. They still have magazines. Good magazines, by the way. And you know, I, yes, their website shows them out. They'll be getting more in, our good folks at Brownells. Yeah, they're not jacking up prices either. How about that? That's what good people do. Barry's on line four out of Pocatello, Idaho. Hello, Barry. You're on Gun Talk. Hi, Tom. Uh, like your show, uh, I'd just like to say I was an NRA member for 20 years, and I'd like to tell you why I left and uh, what they'd have to do to see me come back. Okay. Uh, I I got disgusted with them. Uh, never see, I never saw them. Uh, publicly come to anybody's aid who was caught uh, in a, I guess you'd have to say a gun law violation, but, it, you know, we all agree there's a, there's gun laws uh, that their innocent people get uh, uh, caught up in uh, and, and, and never, you know, aware they're breaking the law, and I don't see the NRA coming to people's aid like that. And uh, I, I saw that too many times, and uh, I'd, I'd had enough of it. So, what, did you ever see them come change anybody's tire for them either? I'm not following you. 
well, what you're saying, you want them to do something that they don't do. So I'm saying, well, why don't they come change the tire when you have a flat tire? They don't do that. That's not what they do. That's not who they are. They're not that's, there to come defend people. They, you, when, you, I, when I no, was you, paying membership dues, they said that they would come to the aid of people who were, uh, you know, let's say you shot somebody and needed legal aid uh, to defend yourself against something you shouldn't have to defend yourself against. They claimed at the time that they would help provide you legal aid. Well, I'm not aware of that. I've never known them to do that. So if they were, if somebody made that claim, uh, then they were clearly mistaken because in, at least in the 50 years that I have been aware of the NRA, they've never done that, never claim, you know, and yeah, I'll take your word for it. They claim they're going to do that. Uh, but to my knowledge, they've never done that. That's not what they do. That's like, like saying, I, I want them to come wash my windows. They don't do that either. They and to ask in, them to they do something they the don't do. Though, that they were sending people, uh, and, and myself well, included, when I would send them their, their money every year. Okay, well, I don't know about that. So, what do you want them to do? What's going to make uh, Barry happy with the NRA? I want to see him uh, show a little bit of uh, uh, gumption, I'll use the word. I want to I see him uh, say that if these gun laws, uh, these gun bans pass, which I... I Unfortunately, I don't see how there's any way they won't. I want to see the NRA come out and say that they will defend people for for not giving up their guns if it comes to that. And I don't see how that could do anything but gain membership. I don't see how anybody is going to drop a membership from them saying that. So what you want them to say is, when we lose, we're going to keep fighting. What did Charlton Heston used to say when he was their spokesman? No, no, let's, uh, you want them to say, we're going to basically give up. We're going to say, okay, we're going to lose this, but we're going to defend you against this law. How about if they, instead of doing that, they just say, we're going to beat you on this. We're going to pound your head in. We're going to win this. I think it would be more effective the way Charlton Heston used to say they'd get my gun when they pry it from my cold, dead fingers. I'm sure everybody remembers that. That was when I was a member. Let me ask you a question, Barry. Who do you send your money? What program gun group do you send your money to now? I don't send it to anybody anymore. So you want us to take care of you is what you're saying. I send it, uh, in, in, in effect, I send it to the uh, gun manufacturers and the ammo makers, I suppose. And when I buy, uh, buy firearms and ammo. So you just bailed out. You said, you know what, I'm not going to do anything for gun rights. I'm just going to let everybody else carry this load for me. That's what I'm hearing you saying, Barry. No, I'm saying the NRA dropped the ball, so I dropped them. But you didn't put your money anywhere else. You just said, I'm not going to support gun rights anymore. Well, uh, I'd like to hear where my, uh, you know, some other organizations out here that would would pick up the ball and, and run with it, uh, and then I would. I, I'm, I'm open to that. Second Amendment Foundation is a good group. You could throw, okay, you could throw some money there. Well, I'll have to check into that. That's, I'm, I'm, I appreciate you pointing that out. Okay. My point here, and I know you get my point, is that you bailed out instead of saying. Where else can I go if I'm not if I'm having a squabble with a group? Okay, I'm having a squabble with a family member, you know. But I still want to be a gun rights guy. But you didn't do that, and I hear this a lot. Well, I I got mad at the NRA because they sent me too much mail. Oh my, isn't that awful? And I'm sorry. You know what, Barry? I appreciate your calling, and I don't want to beat you up. 
But I just don't have a, a slightest bit of sympathy for somebody who says, I disagree with you guys, so I am just getting out. I'm not going to support gun rights anymore. I'm just going to go buy guns. And I'm sorry, but it just, to me, that sounds selfish. So there it is. I appreciate the call. I don't know. You may disagree with me. I probably do. But I look at this and say, what are you doing? Are you doing anything to advance gun rights right now? Personally, individually? Have you? Did you bail out of the NRA? Well, you know what? Now's a good time to get back involved and not say, well, gee, guys, if you'll do this, then maybe I will grace you with my membership. Doesn't work that way. You just got to say, I think on the whole, they do good. Now, if you think on the whole, the NRA does more harm than good, got it, understand it. I disagree with you, but that's a position. But if you say, you know, they don't do everything I want them to do, therefore I'm not going to belong. Really? Really? Is that is that where we are? And I'm just going to sit back and let all the other NRA members pull the wagon. I'm going to let them carry the water. I'm going to let them carry the load. I'm going to get the benefit of it. I'm just not going to put any money or time or effort into it. I don't know. It's just, I don't think that's the way we want to be. I don't think so. Line two. Uh, let's see. Oh, I tell you what. We don't got a minute here. Let's hold off on that when we come back. We've got uh, Mark and Clifford. Don't go anywhere. We do have room for you to weigh in on things here. 866-TALK-GUNS. And, yeah, I get I get it. People say, well, the NRA, this, I understand. But who do you think is going to be fighting for this in Congress? Who? When it comes to the courts, I really like the Second Amendment. I think the Second Amendment Foundation does a great job. But when it comes to Congress, it's just the NRA. There's no other group. There's no other group there. We've made it easy. We've got a link on our website. Go to guntalk.com. You can click on it. You can join the NRA. You get a discount. And then when I get my commission as a recruiter from the NRA, I take it. In fact, just this morning, I signed over $1,300 worth of checks to the Second Amendment Foundation. Send all that money that I get to the Second Amendment Foundation. So you join the NRA and you send money to the SAF. What could be better? 866-TALK-GUNS. Are there any guns left out there on the shelves? <laughs> not a lot, at least uh, not of the uh, semi-automatic version. A lot of people buying guns. More guns sold in the past week, in many cases, than were sold in the past six months or even a year in, in many stores. Essentially, the modern sporting rifles are sold out around the country. People buy magazines, buying MSRs, thinking, well, I better get mine now. Yeah, I, I understand that. I get that. But I guess my question for you is, is it defeatist to say I'm just going to go buy mine now? Or is it smart? And could you, would you, are you willing to spend a little money to make sure you don't lose the ability to buy safe, legitimate 
firearms that you own responsibly. That is, would you spend the cost of a magazine or five or ten donated? Would you spend money if we had a march to go to Washington, D.C.? It's inconvenient. It's expensive. I think of the uh, the founding fathers who pledged their fortunes and their lives to the foundation of this country. Can we do any less? Should we? Yeah, I know. But I have an appointment, and the kids have school, and I have, I, I know, I know. But would you want to? If there was a way, would you? So, you know, what are you doing? Are you writing letters? I've got a lot of people writing letters. It's good. And they're writing good letters. They're writing good letters to the newspapers and to the media. And they're challenging these myths and this misinformation, which is my southern kind way of saying damned lies, which is what they really are. And you're doing a great job. And I'll help with that. I'm going to send out a Truth Squad letter this week with some more information that you can use. Keep you informed. And you're following me on Twitter. We just broke over 10,000 people Follow me on Twitter. Uh, it's a great source of information. Not that I'm smart. It's just that I know where the stories are, and I send you links to the stories that you can use as information when you're writing your letters. I'm, a, I'm an aggregator. That's what I am. I'm an aggregator. So, uh, yeah, right. Half the people follow me on Twitter with the government. Uh, you laugh. <laughs> we know for a fact uh, there are a lot of people in the ATF and other agencies who uh, download Gun Talk. We get the uh, addresses, and they listen. Good. Maybe you'll learn something. Maybe some of you will say, you know, what I'm being charged with doing here, what I'm being told to do is wrong, and I won't do it anymore. Maybe. I wouldn't hold my breath, but Maybe. Line three, Clifford is with us out of Kansas. Hey, Clifford, thanks for your patience. Hey, thank you very much, man. I appreciate your show like you would not believe. Um, one thing I'd like to spit out real quick is if you get online, go to www.thomas.gov. Um, I used to do that routinely, and then my economy right. went south with a paycheck, paycheck. Anyway, on a smartphone, you can get back on it, too. Go to thomas.gov, www.thomas.gov, and you can read what your bills are, and you can comment on those. That's a real great way to go straight to the lawmakers. The other thing is the government loves to pick on us. We've all been vilified. They want to make this country safer. What about the 500,000 gang members running around every nation or every state and every county in this nation that are thugs, that are armed, that are underage to be armed, that are breaking the law, and they won't fight them because they're scared because they know they'll fight back. Well, yeah, there there is that. I, I'm, what am I looking at here? Just out of Atlanta, I just see this story. It said, Atlanta police arrested a man following a Christmas Eve shooting death of another man in a botched robbery attempt. Officials charged Roderick Brank, Banks, 22, with armed robbery and felony murder. The victim was accosted on Jackson Street. The only problem was these two armed guys attacked this victim, except that he pulled his own gun out and shot and killed one of them. So there you go. People say, well, why would you have a gun? Because sometimes, often, it's used to save lives. So, hey, Clifford, I appreciate the call. It's um, a lot of information to get out. 
the challenge, and this has been true for 40 or 50 years, is that those who, and I'm talking about on an immediate debate basis uh, in the media, if you're trying to have a conversation with somebody, they can say, well, why do you need such and such? They just throw it out there as though, well, no right-thinking person could possibly defend this. Or children are dying because of. And now you're trying to explain, let's see, the Second Amendment, the difference between semi-automatic and fully automatic, the fact that people use guns in self-defense millions of times. Uh, you're going through all of this. It's logical, and it's correct, and it's accurate, and it's difficult to get it in. So when you grow frustrated with people on TV shows or being interviewed, you're saying, why didn't he say this or that? It's because they give them a few seconds. I mean, typically when you're interviewed on TV, even if it's a like a talk show or a CNN where you have these two people talking, the whole segment's seven minutes. There's not much time. But in these letters that you're writing, you can be persuasive. You can say things that are necessary. You can turn it around. And you can be effective. So I guess that, you know, when I say, what are you willing to do? Well, that's one of the things you can do. Let's talk to Mark on two. He's in Corpus Christi, Texas. Hey, Mark. Tom, I appreciate what you do. I'm in, I'm segueing beautifully into why I called. I have put together what I call the Second Amendment Pledge. It takes about 90 seconds, and I'd love to share it with you and all the Second Amendment supporters. Go for it. Okay. I pledge to uphold, defend, and comply with the Second Amendment to the Bill of Rights in our United States Constitution, abiding by the original intent of our founding fathers in recognizing the pre-existing, God-given, inalienable right of we the people together and individually to acquire, keep, and bear arms. The advance of technology does not alter nor affect this right. Any action, edict, decree, or demand by any entity which negatively impacts or infringes on our right to modern state-of-the-art arms and magazines is a treasonous criminal act, an unjust and an illegal quote-unquote law, null and void. It is my highest duty and honor to respond to such a despotic, lawless act with peaceful civil disobedience, contempt, defiance, and resolute hyperactive resistance. Holy cow. <laughs> I love it. Send that thing to everybody. Hey, Mark, thank you for sharing that with everybody. All right, everybody, what is your call to action? What are you going to do? And maybe it's just taking a neighbor out shooting. I've got ladies telling me, hey, I've invited my buddies to go out shooting. And they went, oh, cool, we'll go do that. When you have them at the range, you've got a chance to talk some sense to them. Because you do. Like I said, you need a little bit more time when you're doing this. 866-TALK-GUNS. What are you doing? No matter what gun you have, you want it to hit harder, shoot faster and flatter, and be more accurate. You get all that with the ammunition from Double Tap. Double Tap's experts select the best bullets, then load them to higher velocities while keeping safe pressures. Shoot small groups. Shoot farther. Use custom hunting loads in your handgun or rifle. 
You can fire two projectiles with one shot. DoubleTapAmmo.com. That's DoubleTapAmmo.com. The Smith & Wesson Bodyguards. Carry more comfortably. Walk more confidently. When it comes to personal protection, nothing beats a bodyguard. Choose the lightweight, compact, and concealable Bodyguard 380 pistol or the Bodyguard 38 revolver, both with a built-in laser sight. The Smith & Wesson Bodyguards. Carry more comfortably. Walk more confidently. Successful hunters know big bucks move early and late, often when it's too dark for common scopes. When that monster steps out, you might see him through the scope, but the crosshairs disappear. All that work and you can't take the shot. But with the Trigicon AccuPoint scope, you'll get the shot. Its bright aiming point glows in daylight or darkness. No batteries needed. AccuPoint scopes are water-resistant and nitrogen-filled, feature multi-layer coated lenses for the brightest image, and you can adjust brightness of the aiming point to match the conditions. Adding 10 or 15 minutes to each end of the day can double the magic moments when the trophies move. You can't hit the target if you can't see the sights. Trigicon AccuPoint scopes. Check out the different models at Trigicon.com or call 1-800-338-0563. Brilliant aiming solutions from Trigicon. All right, back with you. 866-TALK-GUNS. Tom Gresham here. Line 4, Jerry's with us out of Rudy, Arkansas. Hello, Jerry. You're on. How do, sir? Appreciate you taking my call. You bet. Okay. My angle is that they really don't need to pass anything. I mean, they don't need that crazy old bat Feinstein or whatever she wrote up. They can just simply do it through regulation. You know, mm-hmm. they can say, all right, uh, Mr. Tom down there and Louisiana will deny you your broadcast license, your pilot's license, your driver's license, and anything else you need to make a living if to, you know, unless you turn your stuff in. Right. Or pay the piper. You know, that's, that's how they like to work. There's, that's the vibe I get off this administration. They will squeeze you in a, either turning it loose or breaking the law. Well, you know, cons- and I don't disagree with you. Consider this, Jerry. Um, what if they decide just to fold some of this into Obamacare? Oh, yeah, that's, that's very quite possible, um, you know. Or they could call up a manufacturer, you know, ATF, say, hey, um, you either Remington Arms, you either quit making these things, or we're going to pull your manufacturing license altogether. Well, yeah, that, but let's think about this. What if they okay. just said, okay, as part of Obamacare, as part of your government-provided uh, health insurance, you have to give us a list of all the firearms, and right, you have right. to certify to us that they're all stored safely. And if at any point we find that you have lied to us, that is a federal felony. Right. And so, you know, th- th- there's that angle. There are any number of angles, and I think you're exactly right. I think even if, and I, I'm hoping that we can push back and stop most of what Diane Feinstein has coming, I'm not sure it can all be stopped. But I hope we can stop most of it. But I think we at this point are clear, and it, I talked about this ad nauseum before the election. 
that Obama will use the power of the White House and the State Department and Interior and EPA and everybody else to clamp down on gun owners and gun companies and shooting ranges and everything else. And it will come from a hundred different bureaucracies out there. And so I Uh don't discount what you're saying at all. I think you're right on the money. I think these people are insidious. I mean, they're evil, evil, evil people we're dealing with here. Well, you know, and it's the thing is, they will get away with whatever we let them get away with. I used to, and thanks, Jerry. I appreciate the call. I, I've often used the line, I said, why are bullies bullies? Because people let them get away with it. On the schoolyard, at work, or any other place. You stop them by saying, I will not let you get away with this. And you do, you know, whatever you can legally. And, and I'm getting a lot of emails from people saying, like, I won't turn them in. Up to and including, you fill in the blank, everything that that means. No. I will resist legally if possible, illegally if necessary. Is it crazy? Is it crazy to think, if you project this out, that if they wanted to go as far as they want to go, you could have enough resistance that this becomes, in essence, a civil war? Is that crazy? I hear that. I read that. Does it make you nervous to talk about it? It makes me nervous to talk about it. I don't like that. I'm a rule follower. I, I, I obey the laws. I'm one of the good guys. That's part of my self-image. I don't break laws. I don't like the idea of thinking I would ever have to say, gee, I have to break a law to make a point. I don't like that feeling. Uh, just come out of my thoughts on that one. Uh, line three, J.D. is in Oregon. Hello, J.D. How are you? Pretty good. How are you doing? You're doing good. a wonderful job there, guy. Keep up Thank the fight. You. Thank you. I just, I just wanted, you know, send it out there. Uh, people... We already know you, you, you can't you can't educate a stupid people. You can't fix the stupid, unfortunately. But mm-hmm. why do the why do the people out there that make so much money need a hundred and fifty two hundred thousand dollar Mercedes when the speed limit's sixty five? Do they need it to to go fast, get drunk, go faster, and kill a school bus full of kids? That's a weapon. Well, yeah, I mean, if, if, if we were to apply the logic, you know, we would say, let's put a governor on cars, and they none no cars would be able to go faster than 65 miles an hour. And one fellow, one fellow actually wrote me, he said, I asked a buddy of mine who has a real fast sports car, why do you need a car that can go 165 miles an hour? And the guy says, because I can. And the guy said, you know what? And that's why I own guns. The only difference is my owning guns is a protected right, protected in the Constitution. Your car isn't. So I, I hear what you're saying, J.D., and I appreciate that. Uh, I, I like the thought you're coming up with. A lot of good information here and a lot of different approaches, and I appreciate that because this is an area, and I'm just going to be real frank with you, where I need as much help as I can get. How do we present this to people? How do we manage our message so that it is persuasive? When we come back, we're going to talk to Mary out of New Mexico. She's got a thought on this. And i got room for you. 866-TALK-GUNS. How do we manage this message to reach as many people as possible?
Oh, this is good. I just got a uh, an email from Tom in Ohio. Tom says, thanks for the discount on your website. I'm not riding in the wagon anymore. I'm pulling with you. Just joined the NRA. Glad to be with you. Well, Tom, we're glad to have you with us, too. Yeah, we've got a discount for the NRA membership. Uh, go to our website, guntalk.com. You can sign up. Uh, and, you know, and I, I mentioned to you before, what I do is I take that commission I get as a, an NRA recruiter, and I turn around and <laughs> I sign the checks over to the Second Amendment Foundation. It's okay. It's, uh, that way you're making a donation to both groups, okay? I'm not doing anything. I'm just, I'm just passing it along. Fair enough. Mary's online too. He's, uh, she is in uh, Aztec, New Mexico. Hi, Mary. You're on Gun Talk. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Well, Tom, I have a, a point I'd like to make. Um, okay. I think there's more in, more at risk here than I think people are realizing. I think that every American has stake, has a stake in this issue. How so? Not just gun owners. Okay. I am a gun owner. I, I belong to the NRA, and I support what we're doing here. But I think every American should be wary of this. I think they need to act as well as the gun owners, because if they take away our rights to bear arms, what are they going to do next? you have anything in particular in mind of what might be next? Oh, I don't know. I, I would say they take our, our, our guns away from us, and then they're going to institute some kind of, um, I don't know, just things that I probably couldn't live with. Well, you know, here's the thing, and I, I think you're right, Mary, and here's how this works, because I've been down this road before, where they capitalize on some event, mm-hmm. pass some kind of restrictive law, gun law. Mm-hmm. It turns out it doesn't do any good, even though we said it wasn't going to do any good. It's not going to stop crime. It's not going to stop mass shooters. Mm-hmm. And then they turn around and say, well, you know, when we say, well, your, your law failed, they say, no, it didn't fail. We just didn't go far enough. You wouldn't compromise with us. You you wouldn't give us everything we wanted last time. And so we'll just do more of what didn't work the first time. So. And then they've got us. And well, you know, and, and look, here's, things come along with this. I think you're right because in addition to, okay, let's say that there's a total registration of guns. Mm-hmm. And then they say, well, then you have to start turning them in. How can they do that? There's only one way. They have to do house-to-house searches. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh. I mean, but, but I ask people, people say, oh, that, that's just crazy. Yeah, no, you're the not. same people that said I was crazy when I said they want to ban your guns, and now they're saying we want to ban your guns. In fact, right now, there are a number of articles written by a lot of politicians who are saying it's time to confiscate guns. They're actually using the C word right now. Uh. And so here's here's what I ask you. If the government is going to confiscate guns. Mm-hmm. How would they possibly accomplish that? The only possible way would be have teams of military and law enforcement going through a neighborhood, cordon off an entire neighborhood, and then search every room in every home in that neighborhood. If You don't really have to have a crystal ball to be able to see that far into the future because that's where this leads. That's where this road takes us. And for those, and I agree with you, Mary, for those who say, well, 
I don't have a gun, but boy, I sure would hate the loss of our civil liberties that comes with that. Then you better get on board and stop it here. Thank you, Mary. I appreciate that. It's a, it's a great point. And it's one that I think maybe we don't point out very often, which is what methods would be necessary to accomplish this goal? And if they can come into your house supposedly looking for guns, what else could they be looking for? What else could they do? And in fact, they could say, you know, like some countries, they can come into your house once or twice a year and look over everything and actually count the cash you have on hand to see if that's approved and for you to prove where you got it. 